Do you ever procrastinate on doing something because you have this idea in your imagination of what it can be and how perfect it can be, and then you start doing it and you look at it and you realize that it's just not going to be as perfect as it was in your imagination, and so you just give up, you just don't do it? Well, I've had that experience Uh, Actually, I've had that experience a lot, but I've certainly had that experience in the last couple of weeks around this podcast. And you might have noticed, I kind of hope that you've noticed, that I haven't put out a podcast episode for a couple of weeks. And there's been a couple of reasons for that. I've been away on a trip overseas. I've come back and then I had a uh, an interview pre-recorded, but it wasn't quite appropriate to put out there at this point in time. And I'm not well enough organized at the moment with my podcasting because I find it hard, and I think I've talked to you about that before, and so I had nothing to share. So then I thought, okay, well, the answer is that I could do another solo podcast episode. And, well, you know how I feel about solo podcast episodes, or at least you know how I feel about them up until this point in time. And then on top of that, you might be able to hear that I've had a cold, and uh, I've had this chest cold now for about two weeks. And so that's been another excuse for me to not put a podcast out there, because I don't sound so great. Anyway, I realized that what I was doing was just putting up excuses. And there's this saying that goes, you would care less about what people are thinking about you when you realize that most of the time they're not thinking about you. And I suddenly realized that people probably don't care about my voice. People probably don't care about how uh, good or professional the recording is that I'm producing. So That got me thinking and I thought, you know, how can I make doing solo podcasts easier and simple, lighter, more effortless for myself? And a really good friend of mine, Jamie Bright, told me that she records her podcast straight onto her phone. And I thought, you know what, I wonder whether I could do that. I wonder whether I could just record a story straight onto my phone and then put it out there for you to listen to. It'll probably be rubbish, but I think I'm going to do it anyway. And so I thought about a little thing that happened a couple of days ago with stacking wood that I'm going to tell you shortly, a little story. And I thought, you know, I'm going to put it out there anyway. My voice is pretty rubbish at the moment because I still haven't got over my cold. But you know what? I think I can do this because I choose to be somebody who can do hard things. So have a listen to the story. Let me know what you think. I would love your feedback on it. I think there's a couple of really interesting business lessons that you could draw out of it and some things that might help you at the end, but I'll let you be the judge of that. So have a listen and let me know what you think. Hi, welcome to Focus on Progress, the podcast for you, the online business owner who wants to see more progress in your business, in your life, and in the lives of those you lead. I'm Richard Ralston. In this podcast, you'll hear stories from people who are doing amazing and interesting things. And you'll also hear that their journey has not always necessarily been straightforward and easy. They've often had to face difficulties and figure out how to overcome them. We'll uncover the thoughts and ideas that have enabled them to move forward and make progress despite the challenges. We had a pile of wood uh, delivered a while back and uh, my wife and daughter and uh, her boyfriend, my daughter's boyfriend, went and got this load of wood for us and they unloaded it off the trailer. This was while I was away overseas in the States and they stacked it beside the fence and they covered it up to keep the rain off it and that was great. And it sat there for three weeks. And so 
I've been thinking about moving it up to the back under the shelter, but I just haven't got around to it. And so I spoke to I spoke to them this morning and said, maybe we could just do one load a day each. And if we did that, we'd knock it off really, really quickly and it would be done and that would be fantastic. Anyway, a f- couple of hours later, Bree's boyfriend Kelly went out and started doing it. And he just went out and did one load and then he went out on it to the second load. And I didn't realize he was out there. I was doing some other stuff inside. And then I went out to see what he was up to and I realized he'd done a couple of loads. So that was great. I was absolutely uh, wrapped with that. And so then I helped him do a couple of loads and then he had to leave. And I thought, oh, okay, well, this is really good. We've kind of made a dent in it. We've started to move a few loads and get it stacked up in the woodshed. That's fantastic. Maybe I'll just do one more load. So I did one more load, and then I thought, oh, maybe I'll just do one more load. I don't have to get it all done today. So I just went and did one more load. And then after that, I thought, oh, I'll go and do one lo- more load. And halfway through that load, I got a little splinter in my little finger. And I didn't think much of it initially, and so I kept moving the wood. And then I must have bumped the splinter, and it really hurt. I can't believe how just a splinter so tiny, uh, what my grandfather used to call a jag, this little jag in my finger, just hurt so much. And I thought, okay, this is this is no good. So I came down inside, and I tried to find the tweezers to get it out, and the tweezers just weren't quite right. I just couldn't get a hold of the end of it. I squeezed it a little bit, and every time I squeezed it, I could see the splinter coming out a little bit. And then when I let the squeeze go to grab the splinter, the splinter would kind of suck itself back into my little finger. And uh, that caused a little bit more pain. So anyway, I kept working on it, and I thought, this isn't working. So then I went in and got a pin. And I knew I should have got a needle, because a needle's much sharper than a pin, but I got a pin because it was right there. And I started digging away at my little finger, and I just couldn't quite get it out. And I was peeling away a little bit of the skin, you know, as you do. And I could see it there a little bit more, and I thought, wow, this actually, this tiny little jag is actually a slightly bigger splinter than I think it is, or thought it was. And it's gone in and kind of turned on the way in. And I thought, I need to be a little bit careful of this, or I could end up breaking it off. So then I thought, okay, the the pin isn't working. I really do need to get the right tool. I need to get a needle. So I got a needle and started digging away, and it got a little bit more painful. And so I ran it under hot water, ran my little finger under hot water to try and soften the skin a little bit more, and I kept digging away. And finally, I got, I eventually managed to get enough of the splinter out and grab the tweezers and pull it out. And the splinter was about five times longer than what I initially thought it was when I realized it had, it had gone into my skin, gone into my little finger. <laughs> And so I pulled it out, and maybe I should have been wearing gloves. That would have been a smart thing to be doing. But, you know, we don't always do the smart thing. We just kind of get on, do the job, right? Anyway, I got it out, and then I went back, and I started moving the the wood again, and I did one more load and stacked it, and then did another load and stacked it. And I thought, I'll just do one more load, and I did that and stacked it. And then I realized that I only had a couple more loads to do. In fact, I realized at about three loads left to go, I thought, I've only got three loads left to go. That's really great. So I did that. And then all of a sudden, I realized I only had one load to go. In fact, I realized it wasn't even going to be a full load. It was just like half a load. So I did that and stacked it. And all of a sudden, 
this huge job that needed to be done has been completed and the wood is now not on my driveway next to the fence. It's all nicely stacked in the woodshed up the back where it'll be, it'll dry out much better and we'll be able to use, you know, we'll be able to have really nice firewood for the uh, winter. And as I was doing all this and going through this process and just thinking about this as a story, I thought, wow, you know, in our businesses sometimes there is just some tasks that we need to do and they seem massive and we leave them there and they just sit there for weeks and weeks and weeks, just like my big load of wood. And we could go and chip away at them bit by bit and just move them load by load in the wheelbarrow, which is a great way of doing it, by the way. You know, it's this whole next tiny step method idea, right, that I talk about a lot. But often we just leave these jobs there and they just seem to get bigger and bigger and bigger. And anyway, then we get into it and we don't necessarily prepare ourselves, right? We just get into it, and and that's great because we take action and we start to get it done. And then we discover that something goes wrong, a little irritation, a little jag, a little splinter gets in. And, you know, initially we ignore the splinter because it's just, it's nothing really. It's a little irritation. It's just annoying, but we don't deal with it. And that makes the whole process of sorting out this thing in our business or in our life just that much more annoying and irritable and painful. And we keep going along. We don't do anything with it. And that little splinter just continues to work itself into our finger. And it gets more and more and more painful. And so eventually we stop and we go, I've got to get this thing dealt with. I've got to sort it out. It's too painful. So we go and try and figure out how to deal with this problem. Little irritation. And you know what? We can see it. We understand what it is, but we just can't quite deal with it. And sometimes, and I know I've been guilty of this, I've gone, oh, it's only a tiny little thing, and it's really irritating, really annoying me, and I know it'll be much better, and I'll have, I'll feel so much better if I get it dealt with, but I just leave it there. And we all know what happens if we leave a splinter in our finger, under our skin, for too long. It'll get in there, it'll dig itself in, and it'll fester, and it'll become so much more of a big issue if we just don't get in there and deal with it straight away. And it got me thinking about how the fact that I did deal with the splinter in my little finger, and all of a sudden the pain was gone, the irritation was gone, and then I was just able to get back to the job of moving the wood and dealing with this task and getting it done and getting it all stacked and beautifully sorted out. And again, that's like that in our business as well. We just need to allocate some time and just start chipping away at these things. Deal with the little irritations when they come up because it's much easier to deal with them when they're small uh, rather than letting them grow into these massive big issues that in, can end up needing major surgery to sort out. I've started to think about some of the other things in my business that I just need to get on and make a start with. And they don't need to be perfect, but I've just started to think about some of the other things that maybe I just need to get in and start having a look at and just start chipping away out and see what happens. And actually, there is one of those things that I've started doing. I've been wanting to write a book for a long time. And so I yesterday I sat down and 
there are all sorts of ways that you can start this. And you know, I don't think it really matters. You just get started. And as you start, you learn as you go along. So I just opened a Google Doc and I just started to pretend that I was writing the table of contents for my book. And I would come up with some big ideas. And then when I thought about some small ideas, I would just drop them down on the page and indent them under where I thought, you know, whichever chapter I thought they might go in. So I ended up with a whole lot of subsets. And then I thought to myself, wow, maybe I should tell a few people that I'm writing this book because that's what the books on writing useful books say that you should do. And so I came up with a couple of questions and the questions were really simple. The first question was basically something like, I'm thinking of writing a book about progress pod accountability groups. If this was a book that you would be interested in reading, what would you hope to get out of it? And what questions do you have that you hope I would cover and give you answers for? And I sent those questions out to a couple of people and they wrote back to me immediately with some really cool questions. A few things that confirmed some thoughts that I'd had and also a couple of other things that quite surprised me and that I hadn't thought about. And of course, it has provided now a whole lot more content potentially for my book, which I've realized I can also work into a webinar and onto my sales page, you know, the commonly asked questions and all those sorts of things. So I'm really excited about this, about this process. And it started off just by making a start and opening a Google Doc and starting to write some stuff down. So I'm really excited about that. And in the same way, I'm taking this dictation now that I'm doing into this app, and I'm looking at whether or not I can come up with a system of coming up with really, really simple podcasts or content for podcasts, like the little story that I've just told of moving my wood and what that got me thinking about Uh, in terms of my business. And, you know, this whole idea of the external challenge, which was to move the wood, and the internal challenge that occurred for me, I guess I'm not sure actually whether it's an internal or an external challenge. I need to think about that. But the, the challenge that came up with me having a splinter in my finger and having to overcome that and deal with that on the way through, that was just this, you know, irritation that could have sidetracked me. And I guess the internal challenge is, can I do these things? Can I do hard things? What's developing my character? And I, I realized that I just need to start practicing what I preach. I just need to start and take a tiny step and just get it done. And there's another task that I need to get done. And that is I have a guitar that is three quarters built and building guitars. That's another thing I could talk about on podcasts, I guess. And all the challenges around that and man, what that does to you, to, to your internal growth. And, uh, and then of course I could talk about developing this piece of software and all the challenges around that. And the challenge I had yesterday of sending money to the wrong bank account. Oh my goodness. That's a whole nother story I could develop. Uh, which is really exciting. So there's three stories now that have just come out of me pondering this. So I'm pretty excited about all of this. Anyway, I've totally got off track now. And I think that's one of the other things that I need to learn is that when I chase a rabbit down a rabbit hole, I need to somehow set up triggers for myself to 
figure out how to back out of the rabbit hole and come back and state my point and then move on. And I think if I can do that, then people will really love listening to the stories I tell and that I'll be able to pull out really good life lessons out of the mundane things of life. And I think that's really special uh, to be able to do that. And that's a real skill. And if I can start to learn how to weave stories and lessons out of the mundane lessons of life, I think people will learn to, who are listening to or reading my stories will start to think about that in their own lives. You know, what mundane things happen in your own life, in your life, that might be the universe providing you with a life lesson that if you would just take notice of it, become aware of it, take notice of it, pay attention to it and think about it, could have major transformational impact on your life. So that's what I want to do. That's where I want to go with it. Probably my my biggest uh, mentor in doing this stuff is Jamie Bright. She is incredible. She sees life lessons in all sorts of mundane situations. And she is really inspiring me to think this through, make it easy and see where this thing goes. There's the story I recorded a couple of days ago on my iPhone. So what did you think? Was it okay? Was it rubbish? Or did you actually get something out of it? I mean, I want to experiment with this podcast. So what do you think? Is this something I should do more of? Do you think I should just have a go at recording my little stories onto my iPhone and uploading them? I know the quality is not great and I'm working on that to try and get the quality a little bit better. I'd love you to send me a message and let me know what you got out of this. You can do this by clicking the Video Ask link in the show notes below. Video Ask is a cool app where you can leave me a message. I'd especially like to know your thoughts on this episode, but feel free to share whatever you'd like to. I'm always up for a chat. And if you leave me your email address, I will message you back. As I'm sure you've realized, I'm passionate about helping people make progress. One of the ways I do this is by helping membership owners and course creators set up progress pod accountability groups that use the next tiny step method. If you'd like to find out more about the Progress Pod Accountability Group system and how it can help your people make more progress faster and increase your membership retention, go to richardrelston.com. There's a link in the show notes. And if you've heard something in this episode that you thought was interesting, helpful or valuable, I'd really appreciate it if you would take the next tiny step and head over to Apple Podcasts and leave me a review. You might also like to share this podcast with a friend. Please remember to hit that subscribe button. Until next time, remember to use the next tiny step method to help you focus on progress because it's your tiny steps taken consistently over time that will enable you to produce massive results.